All right, guys, what's going on? Hey, it's Jared here. Uh, normally, this would be the part where I say, after two or three episodes, hey, welcome to another episode of Steel Toes and Scoreboards. And today's going to be a solo edition because I'm without my co host and co anchor, Kirk Kelly. And while that is true, this isn't really a flying solo edition this is just more bonus content the only reason kurt ain't here with me is because it's quarter after 10 on a tuesday night and kurt's old ass is at home in bed and i'm sitting in my basement in front of a microphone <clears throat> why i'm sitting in front of the microphone i don't know man i'm just uh i've been wrestling with some stuff the last couple of days and uh i just feel like i need to get it out and uh anymore i'm not really going towards my pen which for my uh songwriting for those that know more about me than some of the listeners do i do songwriting in my spare time but here lately my power and my outlet's been this microphone and this recorder over here so uh i've been wrestling a lot with my own mortality the last few days uh i don't know what's came over me i don't know what's going on inside my head uh you know like i i've said before to uh some people some people know the story some don't some of the the listeners here the few that me and kurt have i think we've got about 100 downloads over four episodes uh you know i'm a suicide survivor and whatnot wasn't worried about my own mortality back then but i am now uh i've been dealing i mean my mental health it's it's not exactly improved but it's not exactly declined either it's just kind of holding steady but i've been wrestling with my own mortality uh, a lot of thoughts of death and what that's going to be like, when it's going to come, what happens after death. Uh, I was raised Catholic, baptized Catholic. My mom took me to church every Saturday night or every Sunday morning, whichever, till I was about 14, 15 years old. And then it got too hard for her to go up and down the steps, getting in and out of church. And then I went on my own sparingly. I took religion classes all through high school up until my senior year. Uh, I don't go to church anymore. I know I should. I get asked about it all the time. And I tell people that uh, I don't believe you got to go to church to believe in God. I don't believe you got to go sit in the Lord's house all the time but you probably should before you invite him into yours but i mean this ain't gonna be exactly a a religious post either because you know we're still trying to build a fan base and a support system for this steel toes and scoreboards podcast here uh i mean it's dominated by sports but i mean we we we, it is open-ended for the other side of things the steel toe side which covers all the other stuff we talk about during the day and I've not really talked about this with Kurt. This is just more like, uh, hey, this podcast was half mine. It was half my ID, and I'm taking it, and I'm running with it. But, uh, yeah, I've been wrestling. Uh, I guess what it boils down to, what I'm going to say, is I don't like to admit a lot of things. There ain't a lot of things on this earth that terrify me. There are very, 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 very few things terrify me. Uh, but I'm quickly learning that one of the things that's got me terrified now is death and that's kind of ironic to me because i've always had kind of this macabre fascination with death and the things that death brings and uh, 
blame it on my roots in professional wrestling going back to three or four years old and the fascination with the undertaker character uh but uh a lot of it's got to do with my health being overweight and now being a diabetic the last four years which the diabetic thing's hereditary, but my health being the shape I'm in, I've got nobody to blame it myself. I can't point the finger at anybody but me. And then, you know, on top of it, my dumbass decided to be a smoker too. So maybe it's the thought of my health and maybe I'm not going to live that long. I don't know. My mom made it to 39 and uh, I'll be 34 this summer. But... <laughs> This this whole thing with death in the last couple of days is just just centered on me. It's like a it's like a storm system just constantly just pounding this one area of the country, and it's just not going to let up anytime soon. Like we're gonna talking severe flooding for days and tornadoes and whatnot. That's just kind of where it's at with this death thing. I just uh, I thought a lot about the kids. Uh, if I'm going to see them graduate, if, uh, if I'm going to walk my girls down the aisle, uh, I don't know. It's just, uh, I mean, I got, like I said, you know, is is nobody, nobody, nobody wakes up in the morning plans that that's going to be their last time they ever wake up. But there's things I can do to improve on that. Uh, but it's a battle. Uh, and I think it starts and ends with my mental health. And uh, if I get myself in a better frame of mind mentally, you know, then I might want to get my body in a better state physically. Uh, I have gone through significant weight loss in the last two years or so. Uh, I mean, I was so damn huge anyways. I've lost a good 70, 80 pounds, and then I've just kind of hit a plateau. I'm holding at about 380 pounds now, which is the lightest I've been in about six years, seven years, whenever. Uh, but, you know, it's hard to stop smoking when you've been a smoker since you were... 11, 12, 13, when you started stealing cigarettes out of your dad's cartons and hiding them in your uh, gym bag, which is funny. They're going in smoking and being overweight, and they were going into a gym bag. But uh any rate, I guess I'm, I'm kind of just wondering, like, uh, what happens when you die? Whether you believe in organized religion, whether you don't believe in religion whether you think something happens whether you think it doesn't happen i mean it's teach their own but for those that do think something happens what do you think happens what happens when you die where do you go you know people in my catholic following would uh probably crucify me to say this but uh in the last decade or so i've kind of subscribed to the theory of uh reincarnation uh past lives 
I mean, if you think about it in a way, every single one of you at one point or another has felt about a past life. You don't think deja vu is a coincidence? I mean, you know, you can't tell me you've not been somewhere, read something, seen something, and done something, and you're like, this feels so familiar, and then you try to remember, but it's real foggy and hazy. It's because you were a different person in a different time, different life. Maybe. I don't want to. People think I'm a conspiracy theorist now, do I? <laughs> Anyways. As I light up another cigarette right here while I'm talking about stuff, you know, how dumb is that? But anyways, the I say that all the time. I've been wrestling with that and uh, relationships too, which is a big part of my mental health. Uh, on Friday, I posted something on my personal Facebook page. I put a status out there. Uh, maybe I was in my fifis Friday night. I don't know. You know, it was a long Memorial holiday weekend and that was an important weekend to me because I got the kids for an extra day. And I don't do a lot of things in life. Right. But the one thing I try to do right all the time is being a father to these three kids. And, uh, the extra night with my son and my two girls was, you know, they're nine, seven and three, you know, uh, but I had put a post on Facebook just uh, talking about, you know, my marriage, how it ended. And, you know, then came this woman that I dated shortly after my marriage ended. And it went way too fast, faster than it should have. But you can't fight what you feel. And we both felt that it just didn't end the greatest. And my kids got attached to her and her kid. I got attached to her kid. Uh, and I think what really triggered it. And what really set it all off was I went to pick the kids up from their mothers on Friday evening to bring them back to my house. And my three-year-old, my youngest, uh, her and this girl's son are literally like two months apart in age. And they were thick as thieves. They were the best of friends at one time. And the next time they were, you know, pulling hair and smacking the shit out of each other. But uh, she got so attached to her and it they ask about her all three of them ask about her every time without fail especially my youngest and we was just you know coming down the main drag you know just you know coming through town we passed the car identical to hers and my three-year-old doesn't miss a beat goes was that her car daddy was that her car that was her car turn around let's go get her and when I explained to her that it wasn't her and that we couldn't go see her, she threw a conniption fit in her car seat and it just, uh, I'm over the breakup. I'm over things that have happened. What I can't get over is what it's done to my children. And I, you know, the, the fucked up part about that is that I have to take responsibility for that because I could have put my foot down, um, I met her son within a month. She met mine within two months. I waited a little bit, but I should have waited longer. The kids shouldn't have been involved, but, you know, we were one big 
pseudo happy family when we were all together, you know, four kids, two adults. But, uh, it just, uh, it sucks because my kids' hearts were, were ripped out. And then it just made me think about relationships and how I've tried to slowly pick up the pieces since then. And I've kind of got into the dating scene a little bit, kind of not. Um, there's been some dates and some hanging out, you know, nothing concrete or serious. And, uh, I don't know that I just got pissed off thinking about that. And then I got thinking about, you know, fuck man, I'm not good enough for anybody. Like what the, what am I doing? Like, you know, I know it takes two and every single person has told me my marriage failing took two of us, but I put all the blame on me because I wouldn't want her to carry that burden. I wouldn't want the kids to think bad about her. So I take all the blame. I shoulder everything. Um, and it just, you know, I was, I was in a really shitty mentally place Friday and, and it cost me about half of my three day weekend with the kids before I finally snapped that. I'm like, man, my kids are the most important thing in the world to me. They're all I have. Like, what the fuck am I doing? So then, you know, I changed my tune and uh, finished up. We had a great weekend. And uh, what led to the whole thing about death and mortality was when we were, the the girls like to sleep in bed with me. I can't get them to, to not to. I mean, I got a king-size bed. So without fail, the last three or four months on weekends with me, it's the girls always end up in bed with me. Uh I usually wake up on the edge of the bed every morning with, you know, four tiny feet in my back. But uh, my oldest one, when we lay down, um, she wanted to snuggle with me. And uh, she just looked at me and she said, Daddy, are you going to live forever? And I said, why do you ask me that? She said, because the thought of you not living forever, she goes, it's a really sad thought. That's heavy shit for a seven-year-old kid to say. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, I don't know. Then it just got me thinking about, you know, have I done things and made bad choices in my life that's going to cost me, you know, my time with them? Obviously, I need to get, like I said, get in better shape. Kicking the nicotine, kicking the cigarettes is going to be a hard, hard thing to do. The problem is I've tried this once before, and all I did was binge eat, and obviously – you know, I don't need to eat anymore if you've seen the size of me. I mean, so instead of stopping smoking, I'm a, I won't because I'm afraid I'm going to eat. You know, it's just I'm burning the candle at both ends, literally. And I just keep thinking about that now. I'm going to turn 34 in two months, and my mom passed away at 39. So, I mean, process of elimination, you know, I got five years, hopefully. I gotta, you know, I gotta get my shit tight and I gotta get it right. But, uh, anyways, so that's just kind of where I'm at. Like, there was no real point in me just hopping on here, but I mean, I felt the urge to, to speak a little and get some shit off my chest and, you know, just fan a little bit. I mean, this is just bonus content. Listen to the uh, diary of a madman here. 
Uh, and that, you know, the whole point of the podcast was steel toes and scoreboards, you know, I can't emphasize that enough, you know, dominated 90% of the time by scoreboards, sports stuff, dominated the other 10% of the time by steel toes, all the stuff we talk about on the production floor. And, you know, it's half my podcast. The idea was solely mine, my good friend, my best work friend, who's become one of my best friends away from work said, hell yeah, I'll do it with you. So, I mean, I just, you know, try to mark these episodes when he's not with me. And this is just going to go down as bonus content. Uh, if this episode ever makes air, you know, I just might be sitting here in my basement venting right now. Nobody might ever hear this. I just might hold on to it for a little bit. But at any rate, um, I want to thank you guys for listening and uh, I will talk to you guys down the road.